I do vaguely like you. <laughs> it's all they've acquired. It's, um, it's just more than a, you know, the mild indifference you might get from, say, a horse. <laughs> we need yeah. to we need to actually start the programme because we're wasting all our wit here. Welcome to Naughty Kids, the podcast where we explore the best of that halcyon age when things were better, dungarees were worse, and the Spice Girls ruled with an iron fist. It is, of course, the late 90s and early noughties. I'm Josh Hinton, 1994 to present. And I'm Joey Hart, 1994 to 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. This week, we're going on our bikes down the cycle path of memory lane to discuss toys. <laughs> toys. <laughs> to discuss toys. Very good. Yes, toys it is this week. Having covered school in two thrilling and um, well-researched episodes. Can I stop you there? Yes. Thank you. I just didn't want to listen to you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, very good. Now, shall I? Now, shall I have today's foley? I've got it yes, set up in front of me. So let's for, let's establish a sense of place and space for listeners at home. Item number one. Ooh. Item number two. <laughs> and uh, no, sh- this is the foley. But get but focus. Oh, oh, that was nice. Lovely. Ready, ready. Ooh. Yeah, that was good. Oh, cop- yeah. copyright Coca Cola. Hmm. What was taste, it? Is it Coca Cola? Feeling? No, it isn't Coca Cola. It is. Other brands are available. Oh, it was a, a lovely can of other brands are available. It was. That's one of my favourites. Where were we? In a in any exploration of the halcyon age of the late nineties and early noughties, mm. when we were we were but younguns, we were <laughs> but younguns. What's, <laughs> what's a but youngun? <laughs> Suddenly, a wild but youngun appeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, from, look away from the butt young'un. <laughs> from without a butt did appear a butt young'un. Yes, that's what we were, butt young'uns. And <laughs> we were we were butt around sort of four to nine. Around thus, butt young'un. Around butt. <laughs> I definitely was around butt young'un. Well, I wasn't. I was very skinny and then suddenly at the age of about eight, my body went and now we will be fat. And then I was fat from then on. I never had sad. that. I was just very small. And I don't think I ever stopped that, really. I got to about... Not very small. Well, I got to 17 and my body went, right, grow a foot and a half now. <laughs> and I yes, did, I did, and I never looked back. I, ne- I never got smaller. <laughs> I never looked over my shoulder to see where the rest of me had gone. Exactly. And yes, so at this point in life, toys are a very important part of your experience. They're a very, a very exciting part of the world. As they and, should be. Uh, and they're just fun to reminisce about because because there's lots of happy memories attached to them. So we thought we'd spend some time. This might be two episodes. We've looked over our list of things to talk about. And it's all very important and very meaningful and very worthwhile. And the list grew, so, actually, as we were just reading it. it. It did. So we might end up doing two episodes on toys. But there's nothing wrong with that because no, toys, no. Are, toys, are, toys are brilliant. And all of our listeners actually currently are being forced to listen to it. So nah. you've got to bear that in mind. Yes. It's a good so, list, though. I'm excited to talk about these things that we know are on the list but our listeners don't currently know yet yes it's all to come do you want to kick us off get out your bingo cards and see if you can tick off which toys (laughs) we're going to talk about number one pause pause now pause now number one airfix i think we should start there oh yes it's a great place to start i love airfix yes there are many bits to talk about with airfix you missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I saw where it was going. <laughs> was that too highbrow? You, you just didn't finish it. I was like, <laughs> is there, is there, where's the rest of this? No, joke? that was it. That was the pun. That was. <laughs> it was a weak pun to begin. Just was, starting off with gentle puns. It was we'll a work pun up to the big stuff. Requiring some assembly, obviously. What was your favourite Airfix model? Oh, that's a very good question. I'd prefer to start with what was my first Airfix model. Okay, then what was your first Airfix model? I can't actually remember, but... It's good banter, well done. Um, do you know, actually, I do remember. It was a, it was a Ganat, or a Nat, interesting. in Red Arrow's colours. And the most interesting about that is actually I was just given the same kit by my sister for Christmas. Ah. And I don't have the original Ganat, 
Um, oh no, that wasn't the first. That was the second kiss. Would you like to know what the first one was? I would. Yes, please do tell us. It was an Airfix Pug, um, an O four O little shunting steam engine, um, and it was. It really was tiny. Um, and I think I bought it at like a car boot sale or a, a, at school. Occasionally, we had car boot sales at school. I suppose a school desk sale. <laughs> and, and the rich kids brought in the toys they didn't want and, and then everyone else bought them <laughs> please Terry can I have the crumbs from your airfix table I don't your, know why your, I'm Irish your that might have been racist then. could have done it in Yorkshire can I have, can I have crumbs from your airfix table oh, we were happy that's all we had were crumbs from airfix table we just got we the sprues to... we didn't even get the parts <laughs> we used to make models of pylons out of screw out of screws no out of sprues sprues Right, that's, we need to entertain ourselves. Exactly. We didn't have glue. We just licked them until it stuck together. So you began with a with a with a, a train and then a gnat. This isn't. This is, I thought the law was that you had to begin with a with a Spitfire, which is what I did. Yeah, I did have a Spitfire very early on, but that wasn't. Those weren't the first. The first were these kits that I bought from school. I think the gnat was an actual present, but the 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 loco was a. I found it at a at a school sale, and I built it and. What always upset me was I wasn't very good at it at this point. What with it being the very first one I've ever made. And so it was all slightly wonky. And I think this is partly the fault of the kit. Because you built the kind of top half and then there was the kind of the the frames with the wheels attached. And there wasn't really kind of any locating to to match them up properly. And so I've kind of put them on skew with. So when you put it on my on my model railway, it kind of looked a bit weird. Not always that did upset. And there was way too much glue, sad. and everything kind of slowly milled into one blob. Oh yes, the, then, the awful discovery that if you put too much glue on, you could put your fingerprints into the plastic. And strangely, the more coats of paint you added, uh, the worse it got. <laughs> it just smoothed yes. out all the features, and you had that <laughs> the brush which was slightly too big for the model, and these little plastic pots where you you open the lid, and the lid would fly off, even though it was meant to be attached, and spray paint everywhere. That's right. And, and then it, you would eventually end up with a totally smooth cylinder <laughs> instead yep. of a train. And you, you, but, you kind of you kind of mix the pot of paint with the brush. And because the pot was so small and the brush was slightly oversized, you mixed it and then you put the, you pulled the brush out and all the paint is now on the brush and the pot is empty. And you're like, well, I can paint one thing, splat. <laughs> and there it is, painted. And, and now, there, it is. There, may be, there may be people listening. I mean, one day there may be. And uh, and they might be thinking, I didn't do ethics. This is all terribly boring. I don't want to think about paint pots. But maybe we should talk about... I mean, they might want to talk about paint pots. I want to talk about paint pots. Mm. But maybe we should talk about... Why Have I bored you already? So, no, no, you haven't. But what wow. I'm saying is we should we should situate the paint pots by discussing why ethics was so flipping brilliant as a thing. Like, why it was so brilliant. Well, you, I just you could... repeated that. Why was it so brilliant? That's why was it so brilliant. <laughs> Mystery voice. <laughs> Mystery voice. Why was it so brilliant? <laughs> I, I think it's because they were really exciting things that the models were of. And it was stuff that you went to a museum because we went to museums and you saw it and you were like, that's really cool. I want that at home. It's a jet plane. It has fire. It does go da 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 da. You know, all that sort of thing. <laughs> and the boxes. The boxes were exciting. Do you remember the pictures yes. of the boxes? And everything was on fire, and even if it was the steam train, everything was on fire. And although, although we in the late nineties and early noughties, topical banter, we we were in a period of time when the FX people had decided, if I'm remembering correctly, that it wasn't really on to sell children toys that sort of glorified Warfare. in the, Weaponry, the fiery yeah. death mm. of. So at that point, there weren't any explosions and fires in the pictures, but they've come back since, they have which come is back. good. <laughs> Because they realised actually that children do get excited by that, and the fact I think is, they might have realised that it's not children buying them anymore. <laughs> yes, oh, that, well, that's probably true. That's probably very true. Yeah. But yes, there was there was no. They were they were all of... a bit kind of censored, weren't they? I know they were that, just sailing along in the sky. They happily. went through a stage of having the old pictures photoshopped so they didn't have the exploding German ship or whatever it was, and then they yes. they went beyond that and just some of them just had a photo of the model which I think is very boring. And oh, then God. some had like a CGI picture of of the aeroplane or whatever it was. And yeah. they were they were good, but they didn't have the drama. And it was all about the drama. And and the pictures looked like, you know, it was the same sort of painting style as you get in um, Peter and Jane books. 
quite mm, brushy. Mm. I think they used gauche. Ooh, uh, the paint gauche. Gauche. How how terribly gauche? How terribly gauche? Um, which is not acrylic and it's not oil paints. It's kind of an in between in terms of style. My wife will correct me on this. I'm sure. We're back to paint. Can we have a special guest um, where Iona comes on and, and tells us about, about paint? paint? You know and rolls her eyes so hard at our <laughs> podcast that her eyes fly out of her head and out the door. You just hear a whee! <laughs> they spin off at high speed. <laughs> you could also, you could also, as our Foley next week, as well as having a special guest, you could do the special shout that you do to attract Iona's attention, which you probably can't do because she'll come running. But she, she will. It's like it's like a the sort of noise you would make to attract a dog. It's so high pitched and, and and loud. Well, you know, it, it's not because. Um, I mean, nowadays, if I do that, I also get the dog because we have a dog as well. Um, <laughs> but Iona can't hear low noises at all. So you can't like, do what you normally do, which is go Iona. Iona, my normal Iona. voice is low and deep, and she cannot hear it. <laughs> Peter Serafinowitz. Hello, Fran. <laughs> 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 that's my favourite I love that episode it's so, it's so good we're, di- we're diverging and di- digressing um, yes but no she can't hear low noises so I, I have to shout when I shout I have to shout in a high pitched voice for her to you have to yelp one to... day listeners there will be will good happen. reason to call Iona and you will experience the turbocharged shout but yes the boxes on ethics were jolly exciting because of the explosions and that, I think that's just what now, I, I don't mean to be sexist, but it is what little boys found very exciting. Now, is that a condition of culture that we have told little boys they should be excited by explosions and little girls are less excited? Or is that is that a difference? It's a good, it's a good are, question. Are, are I little think. girls mature enough to go, don't be silly, it's not a real thing, it's just a picture <laughs> on a box? There may be something something in that, yes. There may be, there may be something. I'm sure there were very mature young boys who went, I don't want to build exploding things, and very immature young girls who went... I do want to build exploding things, but yes, but yes, I don't suppose there were that many. Well, it wasn't advertised for girls. It was advertised. I mean, it, well, not when we were buying them, but before in the seventies, it was advertised as a boy's toy. Which we're, is in, we're in dreadful, sticky territory here. <laughs> backwards, backwards. We're not doing. We're not doing social commentary. <laughs> it's what. Well, it's what I do now as a teacher is try and encourage girls into engineering. That's very true, actually. That is very true. Do you ever just give the do the James May thing and give the whole class an ethics and say? I'd love to give the whole go. class an ethics model. You I should don't. do that. That would be a great thing to do in lockdown. I think that would be. Oh, that would be, send them all out. I'll contact them. Yeah. You can buy class sets, but they're quite expensive. Ethics, I mean, ethics sell would... class sets of boxes for for schools. They they do That's do that. So cool. Do so you they? can buy you can buy a box of twenty ethics of the same model. That's really good. Because it this... would be a great class project, wouldn't it? I think it would. I, I might do it as an activity. Try and get them back into it. I'd love to do that sort um, of thing. It is the cost, which is slightly prohibitive. But um, do you think you could get the school to pay for it? Probably not. Not at the moment. Mm. I want a new set of laptops. <laughs> so that's probably slightly more expensive. Just slightly more expensive, and, and unfortunately, slightly more useful at this point. Uh, uh, well, maybe maybe for Christmas. Maybe you Christmas. Can get them all in there. A Christmas model. That'd be nice. Yes. Oh, that program though with James May. I did watch that as a child and thought that was fantastic. Oh yeah, and he went uh, to the school good. and he gave them all ethics models. Like, I want to go to that school. Why aren't yeah. I in James May's school of ethics? <laughs> and they didn't well, appreciate they... it, and I'd have done so much better than all of them. Uh, <laughs> and you would have been, as in all our previous stories of you at school, you'd have been sat in the corner, engineering away like a madman. Mm. I would. Have built, I would have built a diorama for my. Because what did they have? They had a little tank that they all blew up, apart from one kid who was like, "I spent ages on this. I don't want to blow it up." And you were like, that's my boy. That, I was like, that kid gets it. Yeah. I feel like of the two kid. of us, you would have blown up your tank. With with wild abandon. With glee. Yes. And, yes, with glee. Exactly. Yeah. And I, uh, but did, didn't he give them a boring airfix model? Didn't he give them a ship? He gave Yeah, the Hind, which I think was airfix's first official airfix kit. Eh. And it, yes, oh. it's. I haven't built it, but I've looked at it and gone, I know why I haven't built this. It's Yes. Because it's a boat. It's a sailing ship. A very, it's quite not a great one. Who who sailed on it? The Golden Hind. Uh, Golden Hind. Was, it, was it was it Pilgrims to America or something? Uh, no, that was the Mary Rose, wasn't it? Golden Hind does Google. Uh, the Golden Hind Restaurant, Marleybone. Ah, that's what it's oh, named it was. After. It was a restaurant, right? Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> it was Francis a rest- Drake. 
Sir Francis oh, Drake. 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 Mook Drake. His butt. Yeah. Now, interesting, interesting side tidbit, which well, is on our, uh, on our, <laughs> on our slightly distracted place. conversation about Sir Francis. Yes, Drake. we've we've slightly moved off topic, but but it is it is a, a little bit of my um, my family family folklore that we may be descended from Sir Francis Drake. Oh. Um, which well, that that was something I was told when I was very young, and I spent ages going around school telling people who didn't care and who didn't know who Francis Drake was yes. that I might be descended from. Um, discovered somewhat more recently that Sir Francis Drake didn't have children, so oh, that might not, yeah, that might not, not directly descended, but yeah. I think we have managed to track it back to within one generation, and the one generation is like then it goes the next up would be one of his siblings or something so oh, wow so there you go my my claim to historic fame is i think my great uncle my great great uncle uh worked with barnes wallace on making the bouncing ball really yeah he was in that lab in that part of that development program that's very cool my father will be able to tell you exactly which relative it was who did what but I'm going to That's say that cool my indeed. great-grandfather was Barnes Wallace and then we'll just leave it there. <laughs> keep keep you know you know keep the story simple. Uh, it's more memorable that way. Yes. Yes, I mean, you know, that's just how legends get started, isn't it? He also um developed the kind of s- spiral design that goes up um industrial chimneys to stop them blowing over in the wind. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that. What, what do you mean spiral design? As in the bricks? So oh, no, no. So you have or... you have an industrial chimney. Oh, oh yes, no, no. And then it has mean. it has a spiral, a helix climbing up it, and the idea is that when wind hits it from any direction, instead of pushing against the chimney, it's directed round and up, and it creates a vortex off the top of the chimney, and uh, it, it stops it blowing away. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, as, you know, as we're discussing toys, I thought that was relevant. Yes, industrial chimneys industrial... are a well-known toy. Yeah. On that note, I think it's probably time for a second foley. Let's just see if I can if we can hear this. Oh, go on. And then listeners have to guess. Oh, we're probably not going to hear that. It's quite quiet. Oh no, I got something. That was the sound of a wool winder. Thank you. No. Uh, that's one of your current <laughs> toys, I suppose, isn't it? Let's link that back in. Yes, it's one of one of one of Jess's, one of my wife's toys that she's borrowed, and it it's for winding wool. Yeah. Anyway, it's for when fix. when you don't wind her up enough. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So did you um, you made airfix models? I remember. I did you make airfix because when yes. I came round to your house as but a beer, a mere lad. Your your a, ceiling, but, a, but a, a beer, a beer mat, a butter beer, butter beer child. <laughs> I came round as a butter beer mat. Yes, <laughs> um, I was always, I was very jealous of your ceiling, even though my own ceiling was was rather similar. I was jealous of yours because it was done very well. Because yes, go on, this is your bit. Uh, well, let me see if I can guess what it was you were trying to set me up for. I think because we, so for well, those of you who are not, put, thank you. I know. Several words, not all necessarily in the right order. For those of you who didn't, you are saying all the right words, but not necessarily in the right order. In the right order. One of the best things about Airfix is that once you've made the planes, which you got, this is why you have to make planes and not anything else because nothing else you can do this with. You can then hang them from your ceiling by little pieces of thread, so it looks like they're flying around over your bed, which is just cool. It's the best. And mine was set up in dogfights, so we would buy. It was done well. I had a Spitfire was my first one because, of course, it was. And and there's a good story behind that. I'll come back to it. Well, relatively good. Okay. And uh, and then we bought the Messerschmitt 109, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the Spitfire was chasing the 109. It was always the RAF chasing the Luftwaffe. Of course, the other way around. they had them oh, on the had the Jerry's on the run. Always had the Jerry's in my room. The Jerry's were permanently on the run. And um, bandits at twelve o'clock. Daka, 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 daka. <laughs> well, that gives us time for tea. It's only quarter to. <laughs> and. Uh, and, and that, well, that was kind of the story, actually. I don't think there's much else to say. Well, you, you, also, <laughs> yes. you also had a Stuka, which I think is the only Airfix model that we both made. Oh, yes. Because um, you took it and made it better, didn't you? I took it and, well, it, I think over the years it had probably been hit by things, moved around the room, and it was looking a little sorry for itself. And, I, you know, something had fallen off and the canopy was broken or something. Mm. And I bought a new canopy for it. 
Actually, I didn't buy a new canopy. I, I emailed Ethics Spares and said, uh. do you have a canopy for this? Fully expecting, yes, it'll be £1.75 postage or whatever. And they just said, yeah, we'll put that in the post for you. I was like, oh, that's very good of them. Oh, thank you very much. And so they, so I got the canopy for free. I put the canopy back on. I don't think what I repainted. People. Did I repaint? I don't know if I repainted the whole thing or just, or just. I think I, I think I just fixed it. And it's. it's I don't. A, I don't know. It's in a box but, somewhere. But this is going to say the thing about how I got the Spitfire. That I got the Spitfire. Um, I think I'm right in saying this. When my dad and I went on a date, we were in. We had some friends that lived in London, mm-hmm. um, and. We went. We were staying with them, and we went on a day trip to the Imperial War Museum. Which, oh. Oh. it has to be said again, stereotypes and all the rest of it. But for me, anyway, being I don't know seven, eight, yeah, and having a special just me and my dad afternoon at the Imperial War Museum, looking at the tanks and planes and things. It's got to be was, one of the best things you can do. Oh, it was possibly the best day of my life up to that point. It was just like the ah, and so this was good. before so they, happy. they cut the floor out. Have you been recently? I have, yeah. It's all, it's all up the middle, isn't it? It's now? all up it's the middle now. Atrium, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, at the end place. of that day, we bought the Fx oh. Spitfire, and then did it, did it together when we got home. Which at was, an extortionate which was price, I, I hope. Well, I don't know. I mean, for, I, for a kit that remember. retails at about five pounds, I reckon the Imperial War Museum would sell it for twelve. <laughs> Maybe, although and, I did but that's recently. Fine, it's part of the day. It's part of the adventure. It's part of the trip. Yeah, and the kit that's is the all the better of. for being bought there exactly i remember it you know however many years later i actually remember the fact that that's where it came from i don't remember where any of the others came from hmm. um and it and that was that was the thing about it that was so wonderful was and, and i think this was one of the things that james may picked up on in his program was that it is a it's like an it's it's like a you know tossing a football around in the back garden type thing it's a really brilliant male bonding thing to do it's a wonderful way of spending time with your dad and i really enjoyed it it was yeah. it was brilliant and what I also remember, <laughs> this is this is a bit of a recurring theme in my childhood, was every once in a while I would I would buy a craft thing that was slightly out, out of my ability range. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I'd buy something that was a bit too complicated and I didn't quite have the patience because I was a bit too young to sit and do the fiddly bits. And my granddad, my dear, wonderful grandfather, who is very good with his hands and very oh, yes. DIY savvy. I think I can see where this is going. I would basically pass it to him and go, you can finish this off, granddad. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I'd sod off and do something else and leave Grandad sat there at the kitchen table with his glasses on the very end of his nose Happy looking at as anything. tiny well relatively oh <laughs> right part he of begrudgingly was, made your airfix kits for you I mean no he was never begrudging but I think I would imagine there was probably part of him that was like I didn't really want to spend my afternoon doing this <laughs> the other thing it happened with which segue was uh, Warhammer what happened I had a brief a brief Warhammer phase. A, 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 for, a foray? Merc- a foray into a, the world. A mercifully, mercifully brief. And that, that is how I am now married today, is it was brief. Yes, um, I, I had an equally um, very brief dabble in the world of Warhammer. Yes, it was great fun. And the th- just, to, just to finish the segue, the, um, uh, the, 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 one, the one of my things that Grandad spent the most time on was uh, the Balrog. I got ah. a, a Warhammer... Warhammer went, the Balrog. It was the Lord of the Rings, the Warhammer that you did. Well, I did several, but yes, it started off with that was how I got into it because I was a big Lord of the Rings fan. Wait, still how am, did you afford a Balrog? It was a Christmas present. It was my big Christmas present. Wow, because the only thing I remember about Warhammer is I never bought any of it because it was so expensive. It was, and it made it made Airfix look cheap as chips. Which Airfix is, and you realise, of course, it should be because it's just. You know, plastic yes. that's come out of a mould. It doesn't cost them very much. And Warhammer make, had metal parts, and it had ginormous parts, and it had. There was, but even if, even with Warhammer, even if you just bought the plastic ones, I mean, they were cheaper than the metal ones. Fair enough, but mm. even then, they were still very expensive. Very expensive. Got, yeah, um, and actually, not yes, a lot of assembly was, for some of them. No, I mean, you you could stick the ones I got. You could stick the arms and legs and the body and head together to make them look different, which was cool. But mm. um, but yeah, the Balrog must have been. I don't know, fifty, sixty quid, probably. That's a lot. Like that. that is a lot, isn't it? And it was, and the problem, the thing was, you look. I, I suppose happened, if you were what a. What happened to the Balrog? I mean, obviously, it fell for however many days, you know, in, in a fight with uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> well, uh, as soon as we bought the, as soon as we bought the Dumbledore miniature, that was it. You it was done for. shall not pass. Go away! I'm trying to finish it. I kept on waking up in the middle of the night to see fiery flashes on the top of the mountain. 
Um, yeah, so you the came downstairs so, the next morning. So... I'm no longer Josh the Grey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh the Sleepy. I am now Josh the White. For I fought with they the was... Balrog. They were so poorly made, though. This is the thing I don't understand. I suppose if you were, a, if you were, a, you know, an old, an old man who liked doing modelling, this was fun because you needed something to fill your time with. But an old man. The the metal the ne- metal ones just wouldn't stay together, and you ended up having to drill holes in them and put bits of metal in. I think and, that's like, what you were meant to do. You meant to have a collection of one point three millimeter brass rod or something, weren't you? And yeah. You could somehow call upon to attach wings to things. Yes, which I was. Thought was I never did. Because... I, I was always. Um, Paper clips and bits of super glue in, a, in an attempt to try and recreate these things. So the Bal- what happened to the Balrog then? I never saw the Balrog. You never saw the Balrog. You I, must have seen a Balrog. Well, not a real one. Well, I've, I never see. I never saw your Balrog. Uh, well, it was on my Lord of the Rings um, themed Warhammer board. I'm just looking for pictures of it. Here it is. Let me show you. This is exactly what. Are you going to send it on to chat? Listeners at home, just imagine a Balrog. <laughs> oh yeah, that does look like a Balrog. Oh, the fire! Did, so did, you painted it then, post? I did, and, and actually, in all fairness, I mean it wasn't that good, but my it, it did look relatively similar to that. It wasn't far off. Balrogy. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably ended up in my parents' attic. I don't think any of my Warhammer was binned. Well, let's hope we can. We'll have to dig all... it out when we're allowed to do that sort of thing. We will. Yeah. Yeah. So you had you did Warhammer as well, did you? What was what was your? So I was only interested in Warhammer because it was quite exciting because it was great big armor and you know it was all very dramatic and the men the proportions were so superbly bizarre. You know, the tiny little heads and these colossal great bodies and armor hands and they had swords with chainsaws attached to them and that sort of thing. And it was just exciting yeah. and silly, but the cost always put me off. And so for years and years, I, n- I never had any. Until um, I found a few people at school who had loads, and they had a box of just broken pieces that had come off it, and they were not interested in putting them back together or gluing them up, or that wasn't what they were doing. So I just mm. said, "Can I can I have some of your your kind of your the discard pile, the the broken bits and pieces?" And I think I managed to get about in total about six. Now these were space marines, Ooh. which were space soldiers in bluish armor, and I had this collection of bits and weapons and arms. It was just mostly arms. I had lots of arms, and so I I glued these. <laughs> you see, made some Hindu warhammer. Well, you say that, but yes, that's exactly what happened. Is I glued them together so that they all had four arms. Um, but I, I trimmed Excellent. it. Excellent. I trimmed it so it sort of made sense. And I think they were called a mutant kill squad or something. It was a very oh s- yes, which which actually was a thing in Warhammer, and I was you're allowed to do it. But I never played the game. I was never interested in that. I just it was figure painting was what interested me. Yeah, and I spent hours on these, and then I got the little bits of stone and grass scattered from the railway again, and you know did the little bases so it looked good, and it had like a footprint in the mud and the. You know, it was all the leather straps were painted with two coats of well, whatever. It was it was all a bit much, but it was figure painting and it was great fun. I have I think I gave them to somebody in the end, so they 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 came at no cost and they left with with no country <laughs> gain. I was merely a green. custodian of these these fellas. Well, I I did um, I did Lord of the Rings for a while and then I moved on to Dark Eldar, mm. and mm. and this is where this is where the nerd quotient goes through the ceiling. And uh, no, I, I, I had I do... some of those, but I never painted them. Oh, really? That was the other thing that I got in the box. I got a couple of those, but I wasn't as interested in those because they were all spiky. I've just, I've just thought of a good connecting story as well. I remember one year deciding that what I was going to do for Father's Day was I was going to paint a Dark Eldar speeder bike, Ooh. multicolored, sort of like a weird rainbow psychedelic Dark Eldar speeder bike, and write happy father's day on it in paint <laughs> oh, i can't think of anything more fitting for your father <laughs> i mean i think the thinking was i put time and effort into this and therefore it shows my love and affection which and I'm, I'm sure your father would probably... have looked at it and gone ah oh, you've clearly put time and effort into this it shows love and affection yes but nevertheless i i say this i mean i think that little speeder bike sat on his shelf in his office for quite a long time so you know oh well, there it, you go you know, he'd have looked at it and gone oh, that's from my boy that is I'm really proud of him 
What the a way nerd. He scrolled in terrible handwriting the words I love you, father, or whatever it says on the side <laughs> of that bicycle. If only he'd scrolled it on something more sexy. Like it like a piece of paper. Or a or the back of a Pringles packet. Uh, <laughs> what's yeah. a Pringles packet? They come in tubes. That's true. There is no back, only the front. <laughs> it's one do you know a, a Pringles packet would, would do well to have a kind of a helical structure to <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Let's let's take your grandfather's invention of the industrial column thing, yeah. whatever it was, and turn it into a Pringle packet. Yes, to to stop Pringle packets from just having a front, <laughs> so they can have a back. Pringles packet deserve backs too. More backs for Pringles. <laughs> Talk about the issues again. Here we are. Last week it was last week it was polyresin glue or whatever it was. This week no 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 it was it was water soluble varnish is what it was. <laughs> water soluble varnish. And this week this week we're addressing the it's, it could be one of those episode one episode one of those adverts where you know how have you noticed how in charity adverts uh, there there is no stage makeup they film the celebrities saying a thousand donkeys a year are ravaged by donkey sickness. They film them with no makeup, so they look yes. a bit shiny and a bit unhappy. A little bit, yes. A little bit, ugh. It could be like that. It could be, every year a million Pringles packets go out of the factory and not one of them has a back. <laughs> We've got your back, Pringles. We've got your back. <laughs> it's helical. <laughs> uh, That's a good that twist. is a good question. Is there a front and a back to a cylinder? Ooh. Please, please write in. Uh, with your name and address to to us. absolutely that, ridiculous nonsense at hotmail.com at hotmail.co.com.uk.org.gov other other services are available um though not recommended and i think that that brings us very nicely on to uh scale electrics doesn't it scale extra now how does now it the, how now, how in any way how does do that segue <laughs> well we're talking about it Need oh, us. ah, you say what you're, what you're saying is a retroactive segue. Thank you. Yes, it's better to ask for a forgiveness than permission when it comes to segues. I love it. I love it. So the question is, how do you say this word? Now, because I always used to say electric, But that's not what the word is. You, oh, you, used to, you used to miss out the X completely, did you? And the X was, yeah, it was just electric. Scale electric. Oh, I see. So it was electric. Well, see, I would have said, and, and I'm not sure why the letter X is needed, because it was another letter that's not in there. Because I, I always saw it as scale, you know, scale models of electric, you know, scale model electric cars or that sort of thing. Scale but there is an X in there, and I, I, how are we meant to pronounce this? Scale, scales, scale, X trick. Well, it's a very good point you raise because I would have pronounced it, and a lot of other people did. Scale X tricks. Yes, I know. I, I would agree. Plural. Or, Which put the, or just put is, the X on the end. Is also not the word. No. It's like, I, I, I remember the first time somebody spelt football the way we pronounce it. And the way we pronounce it is F-O-O-P, ball. Is you, What? No, I, always, think, I have always think, said football with a t. That's because you went to private school. That's true. <laughs> no, so I, I went to school. <laughs> Let me think about it. That's exactly how it's pronounced. Football. F O O P. Ball. Football. Football. Yeah, no, Football. that's fair. That's fair. At, like handbag, bag of ham. <laughs> officer, officer, I just had my handbag stolen. <laughs> Where did you last see it, Mel? Well, it was gold encrusted with breadcrumbs. <laughs> what sort of ham are you buying? Oh no! I see what you mean. Yes, do, you, I, do you not get ham with breadcrumbs on the outside? Is that yes, that? yes. I just suddenly, I suddenly pictured a fish finger. I was like, "What?" <laughs> anyway, from well, fish fingers smoked, and bags full of ham, a smoked ham bag, a smoked ham bag, a bag full of smoked ham. That's Lovely. a smoked ham bag. A smoked ham bag. That's something I could imagine at a London Fashion Week. Spam bag. We should do. I mean, not us, but somebody should do. <laughs> yeah, but not us, but somebody. <laughs> But we, 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 the human race, we, the human, not us, but somebody should, should, should do an entire London Fashion Week collection based on spam, m- mispronunciations, like 
I don't know what a football d- dress <laughs> would be. Yes. But a, ha- a handbag. I'm Fo- sure. I'm sure Christian Louboutin or somebody who doesn't do shoes could make a handbag made of ham. Uh, uh, Lady Gaga already did it, didn't she? Actually, she's we're, done, we're she's behind done the times. Yeah. What about a spam bag? That's kind of the slightly cheaper version. Ah, uh, the Brexit version. Yeah. Spam. Spam. And spam. I had spam. I had spam. 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 Eggs, beam, ham, and spam. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and do it. I can't do it as well as you can. Oh come on! Let me go. Spam, spam, spam. That's Actually, pretty that good. That's not bad at all. <laughs> Spam eggs, beans, spam egg, toast, beans, eggs, and spam. Spam. <laughs> These chimneys remind me of my dear old Jim. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a oh that's a reference that no one, absolutely, literally, no one will get. You say that, but Iona referenced Canterburyian fun the other day. I was. I was that's that's because she's your wife. <laughs> I know, but she that's... she was very upset that when she realised that this is what she'd done. Ah uh, yes, it's always good, isn't it, when they laugh and then they go, "Ah, oh, oh, no, I've lost, I've lost the game." <laughs> For those of you who are wondering what the Dickens we're talking about, uh, Joey used to have a YouTube channel called the Ministry of Silly Voices. Don't look it up, and, uh, it and we we did lots of silly voices around Cambridge, and uh, and it was fun. And one I of think them those was, those are the best videos. Was that I think they they were quite good. I do every once in a while worry that they're going to surface at an inopportune moment in my life mm. and pe- people who I need to seem terribly serious in front of are going to find them and be like what on earth is wrong with this person because <laughs> they are somewhat ridiculous um oh yes this quote from Iona was was one of yours from the video and she wasn't saying it to me she said it to somebody else and then told me that she said it to somebody else and it was um there was a history program she was watching and it said it's uh steeped in history and then she immediately said and heaped in history <laughs> <laughs> yes that and is then the she looked very sad because she'd realised what she'd done <laughs> I'm in your head Iona who can't escape there is no escape from this strangeness uh, well that's but, good because that's us referencing ourselves instead of somebody else which I, I think is a we're winning at that point we're improving yeah. and that brings us on to scale extric it does excellent segment. it doesn't but now it does. Now it does. <laughs> I like that. Because we've I think gone, that's a great way. We'd got off the rails somewhat in in a similar fashion. Ah, uh, just like a scale electric car we'd, does we'd when you pulled, go too fast around the corner. We'd pulled the trigger on on the topic we were going to discuss, um, and it we were and too it zealous. Makes, do, do, and do the, the noise. Car, the car is lost. <laughs> it goes off. It goes. It makes it kind of doesn't it as it starts. If you're going really slowly, you try and get the yes. car as slow as possible. It goes. And the, the the controller vibrates in your hand, and it has that horrible scrapey noise. And you think the electricity is going to escape and kill me? It, yeah, you do. That is your, the concern. It goes as it goes around the track. Damn it, Peter! And then it continues, and then it goes, and it goes off. It goes across the floor. Yes, and under the sofa, under the bed, never to be seen uh, again. And that, and that was part of the fun. And then the body had separated from the car, and those little copper brushes that brushed along the track kind of were now at jaunty angles and you had to kind of stuff them back in and squash them down yeah ro- roll them roll them back down again yeah. my my very happy memory of scale extric was it was a it was a another big christmas present one year mm-hmm. and um we were quite good friends with our next door neighbors and that christmas they were somewhere else <clears throat> uh, they'd gone to see their family and so they said that we could have their house as a sort of an overflow space because our house was quite small and we had all the family around and all is that. Is this the house and... that your parents are still in now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the the, the neighbours across the drive rather than the ones literally what sharing a, a wall with us. What a strange thing to offer your neighbours. Well, no, not really because we, we were just, you know, we were good. It'd be like if, if you, you and I live close together and you were away for Christmas and we had like eight family members staying, you might okay. say, feel okay, free to use enough, our living room. Um. Anyway, so once once we had the scale extra unwrapped on Christmas Day, we went next door and set it up, and so next door's house became the scale extra place. And it mm. was like for the whole of the Christmas week, you'd be like, "I'm just going to pop over and play some scale extra." Just going to pop next door and have a go at the scale extra's track. Going to exactly. hit, hit the track, and it was the best fun. It was so great, and they had a nice neat house because they didn't have kids and so when the scale cars whizzed off the track yeah you could find them it was brilliant oh that is good and they did what track did you have because we had quite a simple figure of eight with a bridge obviously for the the bit where it crossed 
and it made and it was great because the cars would speed up along the straight and then naturally slow down around the corner so it goes as it went straight corner straight corner straight corner so again how many what did it do and that's all it did and because you never had enough track to actually have a race realistically no. You know, let's do 500 laps of this tiny <laughs> track and see who survives and after two laps you know the first person's already come off and you're like yeah i'm the victor let's do that again yeah there's not really any way of doing a race is there because unless well, need... the other person stops immediately clubs. when you come off there are clubs of people who, who have a lot of track and they do it properly but i think at that point you become a bit of a nerdy old man in a shed imagine that and i don't i think, mean i never want to become a nerdy old man in a shed no, we're so very far away from being such such a kind of person. I don't think that could ever happen. No, unlikely. Very unlikely. But um, we we had a figure of eight, but I've just realised that ours was, was terribly clever because ours had inbuilt obsolescence because our figure of eight didn't have a bridge going over the top. Right. It had, it had a... Oh, uh, a, was an it the, the smash and dash kind of addition? It was. You were almost in, well. You were encouraged to break to, to smash them into each other because they it, on the front of the box. That was the it showed them smashing into. Yeah. Yeah. And as a child, you think yes, and as an adult, you think what? No. It's like <laughs> why would I buy a toy that's encouraging me to destroy the toy <laughs> so that I can buy more of them? Yeah, that's not. Um, but that is that is the advertising, isn't it? Have a road traffic incident. Why not? <laughs> Life lessons. That would be such children. a. Good- such a great box logo. Ever wanted it? a road traffic accident? Well, now you can at home. <laughs> In small and portable format. I'm just T-bone your friends. Trick now on, uh, oh, don't say that, on, uh, on Amazon. <laughs> That's what it's called when you get hit side on. Holy bananas, these things are expensive. Oh, gosh. have you? Yeah, you just look them up. You can even buy the old ones, but they're almost equally expensive. Four hundred pounds but is that the big one we had kind of a mini version which was i think the same scale as a model railway so the cars weren't actually that they were only about three and a half inches long something like that oh really oh no we had you were full oh, no. scale were you they do get cheaper that i think that was just like the the super duper version. yeah yeah there's a there's a slightly i mean it's still expensive it's still like a hundred quid but less that's a bit less i like how we're smashing through these topics at such speed well, we, 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 you know, we're very important issues. We've got to cover them all. We've got to make sure that the public are informed. Oh, there you go. Here's a figure of eight with the crossing, as you say. £25 brand new. Ah, well, there you go. Just on, on the Ebays. Uh, other auction websites are available. They're inferior. <laughs> uh, they were such good fun, though, weren't they? They were, they were, they were brilliant. I only I ever had the two it. cars. Yes, yeah, same. What, what, what cars did you have? Well, we had two Formula One cars. And one That's was cool. red, and one was kind of, I think, green and yellow. Um, and, of course, we had no idea who any Formula 1 drivers were at the time, but that was fine. And it, we, was, it was good. It was, yeah, we had these little plastic uh, fences that you had to attach to the corners to aid the car in flying as high as possible. <laughs> you know, because normally, if, as you a ramp. if you didn't put them there, the car kind of slid off, you know, straight. But if you put these on, it kind of caught it. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that again. What did it do? <laughs> More failing. Go, it's like I'm there. <laughs> and then always like like a magnet under the sofa, under the armchair. Under, yeah, never under, under the bed, gone. And and never to be seen again. And then the rest of the, the afternoon the... was just scrabbling around trying to find it. It was you you got you got um friction burn, didn't you, playing scale extra? Oh gosh, yeah. From your knees on the carpet. You just shuffle, 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 shuffle. I think I think one of the best things about being an adult is you can look back at these things and go, do you know what, I'm going to buy that. And in the future, when I have a child, they can have all these experiences that we had. Yeah. Yeah, I am actually... The problem with this episode is I keep looking things up on Amazon thinking, hmm, I know. I am an adult now. £25 is not that much money, actually. (laughs) Excellent segue onto the next topic, which which is toy trains. Um, I was having a rummage through my my collection of bits of box. <laughs> Finish that sentence, please. And um, I was having a rummage through my box. And when I'd finished that, I went and had a look for my model railway. <laughs> and I've got um, quite a few bits and bobs. And I thought, 
um, I was going to put a kit together for you of because um, you never had a model railway. I didn't. I didn't have space. And this was very sad. So I thought I'd try and get you the smallest possible kit, which was still oh. interesting, of Ooh. model railway bits. I've got you know loads of trucks and things. So I thought I'd give you a few of those. That would be very exciting. I mean, we've we've just got uh, a small tea chest. So if it's small enough to fit on a tea chest, <laughs> well, it it was the sort of thing I thought because when I started playing with model railways, model railways now it's a toy train. I think as a child I got very serious and I was like, no, this is a model railway. I am an enthusiast. Um, and now as an and adult, you got I go, married. If, if I say these things now, I suddenly become a grumpy old man in a shed. It's a toy train. You play with it. It's a toy, and that's fine. Thank you, James May. Um, <laughs> thank you, James May. I think it's important that we talk that we say they're toys because they are toys, and I don't they think there's toys. anything wrong with adults playing with toys. What 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 is wrong is when grumpy old men say it's not a toy; it's a scale model of a blah 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 blah, and they pretend they're not playing and they pretend they're being very serious about it. And that tends to be a sign that they weren't hugged enough as children. I think so. So, when I first got a toy train, it was great. I had Percy, the tank engine, from the, uh, you know, other tank engine stories are available. Um, <laughs> Including Thomas. And he was clockwork. So. Oh, wow. He was great. So, you, you wound him up with a key. And you set him going. And, of course, um, clockwork, there's no kind of speed regulation. And so the speed that he went was either stopped or way too fast for any track. <laughs> um, and so much in the same fashion as scale electric, um, you know, he could fly around corners. So you had to wind him up, but not quite all the way, because if you wound him all the way, he was just too fast. And you put a train behind him and he would go around the track. And it, it didn't have a baseboard for quite some time. And so I just had this pile of um, bits of track and you put them together however you fancy them then play around with it so that's what i was going to create for you i was going to create something akin to that oh that would have been very very wonderful so you can have a, a railway experience and 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 i can know, clear out own... a bit of the shed yeah <laughs> it always makes iona happy <laughs> i was gonna say and, and jess jess's eyes can join iona's in rolling so hard yes exactly what, what we need to do is level out the um <laughs> the despair wives of emotions. our wives so, in, in things where your wife doesn't despair yet, she needs to despair slightly more, and I can alleviate some of the despair that Iona has. Um, exactly. Now, we said we were going to aim for forty-five minutes this time, so I'm going to I'm going to tie us together here by by doing a reverse segue and okay. talking about something that we haven't yet talked about, which I think we should from an earlier section that relates to what you just said, which is this: that I had the most fantastic Warhammer gaming board not that Ooh. i ever played the game yes but to put put them on which my again my granddad made and this time it wasn't begrudging it was a project and it was brilliant because i used to because my granddad was so good at diy i would go to my grandparents house and say i want to build a whatever it was so we built like we built a fort for toy soldiers we built stilts we built candle holders we got all sorts of things brilliant yeah. fun and when i started getting into warhammer we built a proper a proper board for them and it was amazing it had like a river the one going that sat through on the top it of your wardrobe yeah that's right it had right, a river okay, made of mastic it. and it had like it had um you know gravel paths and it you had, didn't it had... you didn't use a water soluble varnish to make the river no no sadly had i known such a thing existed well, i would immediately have joined the world of the water soluble varnish <laughs> yes mastic had to do mastic's good it smells good this mastic it does it's strange as well i think i think we had the board had two halves, and I think on one half we used some sort of um, uh, cement type thing for the for the river, and then for the other one it was mastic, which was quite wavy. So it, it was there anyway, and it had okay. um, it had hills and valleys made of of uh, 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 foam board, you know, piled oh, up, wow, okay. and, and then and then covered over with grass. It was brilliant, absolutely fantastic. I really hope it's still in my parents' attic. Say, has it survived? It was... I mean, they, they're generally quite good at saving things. I think your your parents. I think things like that, yes. I'd be quite surprised if they've been... I mean, my, my dad is a bit of a fascist when it comes to cleaning out the house. He is a bit sort of concerned that nothing older than two years ever he remains moves everything the onto the far right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the right-hand side of the room is... The right-hand side of the room is very, very dirty. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I do hope it's still in the attic because it was just the most wonderful thing. Well, that's uh, yes, part of the thing, isn't it? You just sit there and, and, and you, you create the war yourself or the battle or whatever's happening. And it's yeah, just, I mean, it's, it's like a play. It's a, it's a stage, a scene for your 
your characters to play on. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really beautiful. There we are. Clo- closing thoughts from um, what we talked about. We talked about FX scale extric. Warhammer. Uh Warhammer. And we touched briefly on toy trains. I think we could probably get yeah, into that a lot more. We we can do more on toy trains. It's not that I have anything to bring to that conversation, but I know you'll be very happy to talk about that. Oh, happily. Well I'll have to see if I can post you some of them, whether they'll be too expensive. Yes. Anyway, closing thoughts. Um Yes, I think these are good things. They're all things that kind of crescendoed when just before I went to university, this sort of thing. And I got back into Airfix and I got back into model railways. And they're sort of things that you kind of want to do a bit more of now. So I think they were good. They 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 were interesting. It they fostered a love of history and engineering. Um yes, very particular would, would recommend jing- jingoistic form of British history, which was always the most fun variety when you're exactly involved. exactly. And uh, yes, and I think that's, that is a good point. We've both come back to these things in later life. I spent the first half of lockdown making Airfix models. Yes, which, you did. You was, went a bit mad for Airfix, didn't you? They're all here behind me. And, yeah. uh, and it was great. It was such a good way of spending the time. And uh, and did I, if I had a spare room, I would buy a Scalex trick right now because let's I really say, want one now. <laughs> let's say when. I, I think you put it under the bed. Have it on a big rollout board under the bed. That is exactly what we did have before. There we are. So they were good back then. They're good now, and uh, I think that is an excellent place to end the series. Not the series. The series. Don't say wow. series. End the episode. There's more to come. Good There'll grief. be another yeah, episode on toys to come. <laughs> say not, goodbye. We need. We're not stopping now. <laughs> I feel like we need. We need custom sign-offs. We need some kind of. Uh, and it's good night like, from him. And it's good night from me. Uh, sadly, I think that might have been taken. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, we'll have to think about it for next time. For now, yeah. we can just say. Arrivederci. Farewell. Say goodbye, Joey. So, oh, what about a, a salong farewell, Alfreda Zane? Goodbye. I love it. Gorgeous with your That's, radio voice. That sounds original, doesn't it? So, so long. Oh well, Alfreda Zane. Goodbye. <laughs>